जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजन यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजन यमुना तिरवन चारी यमुना तिरवन चारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजन यमुना तिरवन चारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जयो राधा कालाचंजी राधा कालाचंजी श्री राधे जयो राधा 
कालाचंजी राधा कालाचंजी श्री राधे जय राधा गोविंद राधा गोविंद श्री राधे जय राधा गोविंद राधा गोविंद श्री राधे जय जगन्नाथ जय जगन्नाथ बल देवा जय सुभद्रा नितय गौर हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नितय गौर हरि बोल नितय गौर हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नितय गौर हरि बोल जयो जयो प्रभुपाद 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 जयो जयो प्रभुपाद प्रभुपाद जय प्रभुपाद जयो जयो गुरुदेव 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 जयो जयो गुरुदेव निताई गौर प्रेमानंदे हरी हरी बोल ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया नारायणम नमस्कृतम नरम चैवा नरोत्तमम देवीम सरस्वतीम व्यासम ततो जयात मुदीरयाल नष्ट प्रायेशु अभद्रेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवया भगवते उत्तमाश्लोके भक्तिर भवती नाइष्टकी कृष्णाय वासुदेवाया देवकी नंदनायाचा नंदगोपाकुमाराया गोविंदाए नमो नमः नमो पंकजानाभाए नमो पंकजामालिने नमो पंकजानेत्राया 
नमस्ते पंकजांगड़े गुरुए गौरचंद्राए राधिकाए तदालए कृष्णाया कृष्णा भक्ताया तद्भक्ताया नमो नमः Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Chapter 9, The Passing, of, the passing Away of Bhishma Dev, Shlok 43. Suta Ubacha Krishna Evam Bhagavati Manovag Drishti Vrittivi at atmani atmanam avya avesya atmanam avesya so antashva uparmat suta ubacha krishna evam bhagavati Manovag drishti vrtavihi Atmani atmanam avesha So antashvasa uparamat Suta ubacha Krishna evam bhagavati Mano, Mano Bhag Drishti Vriti Vihi Atmani Atmanam Avesha So Antaswasa Uparamat Suta Uvacha Krishna Evam Bhagavati Mano bhag drishti vritti vihi Atmani atmanam avesha So antashvasa uparamat Suta ubacha Krishna evam bhagavati Mano bhag drishti vihi Atmani Atmanam Avesha So Antashwasa Uparamat What word meaning? Suta Ubacha Suta Goswami said Krishna Lord Krishna The Supreme Personality of Godhead Evam Only Bhagavati Unto Him Mana with mind, vak speech, drishti sight, vrittivihi activities, atmani unto the super soul, atmanam the living being, avesya having merged in, sa he, antaswasha. Inhaling, upa, 
uparamat became silent translation and purport by shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki suta goswami said thus bhishma dev merged himself in the super soul lord shri krishna the supreme personality of godhead with his mind speech sight and actions and thus he became silent and his breathing stopped the purport the stage attained by bhishma dev while quitting his material body is called nirvikalpa samadhi because he merged himself into thinking of the lord and his mind into remembering his different activities he chanted the glories of the lord and by his sight he began to see the lord personally present before him and thus all his activities became concentrated upon the lord without deviation this is the highest stage of perfection and it is possible for everyone to attain this stage by practice of devotional service i'll continue after the rest of the prayer om ajnanati mirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmay shri guruve namaha shri chaitanya manobhishtam sapitam yena bhutale swayam roopah kadamahyam dadati swapadantikam ya shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri advaita gadadhar shivasadi gaurabhakta brinda hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare begging at the lotus feet of my spiritual master shila prabhupad vartaman and purva guru vargas may i speak few words for the pleasure of all the vaishnavas for the glorification of our dear lord and for my very own purification vancha kalpa tarubhyasya kripa sindhuve vacha patita nam pavne ve vaishnave ve namo nama hare krishna so we are we have been listening how bhishma dev at the time of leaving or quitting his body how he is completely focused on krishna he has been describing in previous verses he has been describing how how krishna is his activities and the glories of him how krishna is none other than the parmatma himself how he is in and how he is out he is within and he is without and seeing that now he quit his body and finally and as it is mentioned he is merged into krishna and this state it's called samadhi even for a living person who is completely absorbed into the thought of krishna he gets it's called samadhi and um, we see that you know bhishma dev was so much absorbed and this should be the stage while we chant and um, you know we are uttering krishna's name and our mind should be completely absorbed in the thought of krishna but unfortunately the mind keeps drifting i mean talking for myself and here prabhupad is mentioning the for bhishma dev his mind his his all the senses all his senses were completely absorbed in krishna his mind was not his mind his none of his sight nothing was being drifted it was not getting attracted towards the material things it was it was completely absorbed into krishna into krishna and this stage is called samadhi and bhishma dev bhishma dev with his tongue he was glorifying the lord while his mind was completely meditating upon his rupa guna leela form qualities activities etc as we have been hearing bhishma dev stuti for prayers for you know how he has been doing it and his activity shila prabhupad says that's the highest level of perfection 
That's how it should be for every one of us. And he said that if we keep ourselves so absorbed into Krishna, how Bhishma Dev did, then all of us and any of us can achieve this stage by practicing devotional service. And then the next, in the purport, Prabhupada says, further on the purport, Prabhupada says that the devotional service of the Lord consists of nine principles of service activities and they are hearing, chanting, remembering, serving the lotus feet, worshipping, praying, executing the orders, fraternizing, fraternizing, and fully surrendering. Any one of them or all of them are equally competent to avoid the desired result, but they requires to be practiced persistently, persistently under the guidance of an expert devotee of the Lord. So we see that, as we all know that the devotional service consists of the nine principles. And we get this from Prahlad Maharaj. In seventh canto, Chapter 5, verse 23-24, Sri Prahlad Maharaj says, Sri Prahada, Prahada Ubacha, Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu, Smaranam Padasevanam, Archanam Vandanam Dasyam, Sakyam Atma Nivedanam, Iti Pushpa, Iti Pumsarpita Vishnu, Bhaktish Chenyava Lakshana, Kritaya Bhagavati Adha, Tanmain, I'll read the purport by Srila Prabhupada, translation by Prabhupada. Prahalad Maharaj said, hearing and chanting about the transcendental holy name, form, qualities of Lord Vishnu, remembering them serving the lotus feet of the Lord, offering Lord respectful obeisances, and, sorry, offering Lord respectful worship with 16 type of peripheralia. Offering prayers of the Lord, becoming his servant, consisting the Lord's, considering to be Lord's best friend and surrendering everything unto him. In other words, serving him with mind, body and words. BMW, mind, body, words, easy to remember. These nine processes are accepted as pure devotional service. One who has dedicated his life to the service of Krishna through these nine methods should be understood to be the most learned person, for he has acquired complete knowledge. Shri Prahlad Maharaj ki jai. So the first one, the very first one is hearing. And first time when I, I heard it, I thought it should, it, you know, we glorify chanting all the time, why it's not chanting. But it is hearing. You know, it's very, I have heard many a times that we see Krishna not with our eyes, but we see Krishna through our ears. Because once we start hearing about Krishna, that love, you know, the love in our heart for Krishna gets more and more, it gets in, it keeps increasing. The more we hear, the more it, more it increases for Krishna. The love for Krishna, it increases. So that's why the hearing is the first thing. And, uh, you know, these verses of Srimad Bhagavatam, they teach us how to be attached to Krishna. And we hear every day Srimad Bhagavatam. That's why Prabhupada gave this wonderful morning program where we hear Srimad Bhagavatam verse by verse every day, day after day, year after year, decades after decade, so that, you know, our love for Krishna increases. And when we sit and chant after that, so as Prabhupada says that Bhishma Dev, how he was, you know, remember, he was glorifying and he was remembering. So he was using his tongue to remember, to glorify Krishna. At the same time, he was meditating upon, using his mind, meditating uh, upon Krishna. 
So when we hear about uh, Krishna every day, systematically, what happens? Prabhupada says that, you know, that uh, what happens to us? We hear about this concept called Yukta Vairagya. Yukta Vairagya is one way. The most commonly said is Yukta Vairagya is whatever you have. You have the pen, you have the paper, you have the mic, you have the light, you have the book. You use everything for Krishna. That's usually called Yukta Vairagya. But I have heard from another devotee that Yukta Vairagya is, if we break the word Yukta, Yukta means add or addition. And Vairagya means renunciation. So you add Krishna to your life and then you get Vairagya from the material world. So it's an automatic process as Radha Govind Maharaj, His Holiness Radha Govind Maharaj, he says, like how we eat, the eating job is ours, but digesting job is not ours. It gets digested inside our tummy. We do not go inside or sit inside and you know, think how to get the food digested. It, it is an automatic process. Similarly, if we keep sincerely, systematically and regularly every day, as we read in the beginning and we chanted, Nityam Bhagavata Seva, every day, every day, Without a break, if every day we make it a habit that I will listen to Srimad Bhagavatam every day, no matter one, at least one class. And if possible, you know, verse by verse by verse so that we get the entire picture and understand it better. Because these are not just for listening. These are not for just information. These are for our own transformation so that we become a better devotee. Prabhupada didn't write, Prabhupada didn't give his, you know, blood and sweat just so that, you know, we get entertained by listening to the stories of Srimad Bhagavatam. These are way beyond. Those entertainment can be, you know, we can get it through mundane literature. But what Srimad Bhagavatam can give us, nobody, no other literature can give us that. So we should very systematic with all our heart and ears, we should listen to Srimad Bhagavatam and try to understand how can this apply in my life. How can, as Prabhupada says that um, Bhishma Dev is our Mahajan and Mahajan are meant to, they are our heroes. They are our heroes to show us how to lead our this material life, how to use it for Krishna and then when it is time, how to leave this life, how to live for Krishna and how to leave for Krishna. So it's, a, it's, it's said that it's the art of Krishna consciousness, is art of living and art of leaving. So when we hear it every day, as Radha Govind Maharaj says, that when we hear it every day, this yukta vairagya or the cleansing of the heart, it automatically happens. We need not do anything. Okay, I need to go. How can we cleanse our heart? No, only through shravanam and kirtanam. Hearing and chanting can cleanse our heart. And when our heart gets cleansed, all these misgivings, these doubts, uh, did Krishna actually lift Govardhan Hill? Did he actually do this? Did he actually, that we have so much of doubt about Krishna or anything related to our Krishna consciousness, these misgivings will slowly disappear. And then, you know, it says that, um, it says in 1, 2, 21, Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 1, chapter 2, uh, text 21, it says that when our misgiving start disappear, disappearing, the knot that we have towards this material world, the knot that we have with this, um, with Maya, it start loosening. It start, you know, it's, it becomes loosened. And you get, and then it's, uh, the detachment comes. And, and then what happens? And we get, when the knot get loosened, our attraction for Krishna comes. And hearing also means reading Srimad Bhagavatam as well. Hearing, just sitting in a class or listening to a lecture is not just hearing. Reading Srila Prabhupada's books are also 
hearing because Srila Prabhupada says this purports, these books are his devotional ecstasy. So when we read this, when we are reading Srila Prabhupada's purport translation, we hear, we understand Srila Prabhupada's mood, we understand what Srila Prabhupada wants from us and Srila Prabhupada being a pure devotee, he will instill that mood in us when we very, very sincerely with submissive mood, we try to understand what Prabhupada is explaining, what in Bhagavad Gita, what Krishna is trying to tell, what Sukadev Goswami in Srimad Bhagavatam is telling and how, what other devotees, why are they doing what they are doing when very submissively we try to understand this, then Krishna himself will reveal all that we need to know to become a good devotee, a sincere devotee and to, we need to go back to Godhead. And then, so Srila Prabhupada wrote this, you know, what our Acharyas wrote, the scripture for us. Right? He wrote this, you know, he sleeping so less and doing everything he could, he wrote it because it was Srila, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj's um, instruction that if you get money, one of the instructions that if you get money, print books. So he took it to his heart and soul and he wrote these books. And so it is our responsibility to read these books, especially those of us who are following Srila Prabhupada and Iskon. As Srila Prabhupada says, the purports are his devotional ecstasy. So when we read them, we are hearing from Srila Prabhupada. As we hear, our misconception goes away. And then it says also, so this is a way to detachment, to listen. By listening, our attachment to the material world will loosen. The knot will loosen. So this is how we detach. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila chapter 2 text uh, 117 he says Siddhanta boliya chitte na koro alosh yaha hoite krishna lage shudriro manash So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is giving us how we the secret how to get fully attached to Krishna so we need two things be attached to Krishna and get detached from material world and so being detached, we have heard that, you know, as it says, that when we hear again and again and again, we get detachment from the material world. And how we get attached. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Siddhanta boliya chitte na alas. Oh dear soul, don't feel lazy thinking that it is philosophy, it is tattva and it is so not possible to understand and so difficult. No, don't think that way. Please try to understand the Siddhanta. Yaha hoite Krishna lage shudriro manas. From there, once we start understanding those siddhantas, those, those tattva, then only Krishna will be fixed to our mind. Then our mind will, even our mind who is like an enemy acting against us all the time, it is the worst enemy one can have because it is within us and it is trying to, you know, making sure that we take birth again and again and again and again. We take birth, death and old age and disease, all that's come back to us and who is plotting against us? Our very own mind is plotting against us. So we should hear from the Acharyas. We should hear from Krishna. We should hear from the scripture. So Mahaprabhu has given the secret how we can be attached. If we hear, once we understand the tattva, then only we can, you know, then only we can, Krishna will be fixed. And then no matter who says what, we know Krishna is our master. But if we do not hear enough, if we do not read enough, we do not understand the philosophy, we are just going for the stories, oh nice, the kids' stories, like the kids, 
then how will the how will krishna be fixed because we don't know the philosophy and as ours is a preaching movement we must study as prabhupada said are you studying my books he doesn't say reading studying you know the studying the scripture as instructed by shri prabhupada otherwise how do we defend krishna and his devotees our acharyas when someone challenges us saying that you know shiva is the supreme personality of god i think around two Two years back or so, during Kirtan 50, I remember one Prabhuji was sitting right outside and saying, Oh, you know, but Durga, she is the supreme energy. She is the personality of God. She is Sarve Sarva. She is everything. Now, if we are just sentimentally attached to this movement, which is not bad either because Krishna can take any of us, even the sentimentalists. But what happens when it comes to such statement that Durga is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Shiva is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Brahma, we cannot defend Krishna. We cannot defend our, what our Acharya says. We cannot say, Akele Ishwar Krishna Baki Sab Vritya, Jare Jaiche Nachai, Shesteise Kare Nitya. We cannot say that Krishna is the only Supreme Personality of Godhead. Rest is, rest everyone is his servant. Whomever he wants, he can make them dance as he wishes. We cannot say if we do not read this. So first we have to be, you know how the lawyers are, you know, they defend. We have to be lawyers of Krishna. As Prabhupada says, these books that he has written are the law book for another so many decades, so many 10,000 years to come. So if we don't study them, how do we know what's written there? We can just say we are the devotees of Krishna and they ask you, what do you know about Krishna? We say we don't know anything. We are just the devotees of Krishna. Then why why would anybody buy what we are saying? So first we ourselves have to be convinced sufficient enough by hearing and reading about Krishna. Then our preaching will, will be meaningful. And will be as and we and it will be as per the Sadhu Guru Shastra, because that's what even Rup Goswami says, Sanatan Goswami says, Sanatan Goswami says on, goes on to saying, I forgot the verse, but he says that if, if, and Prabhupada also mentions in the first canto purports that if even Krishna Katha being spoken by a non-devotee, it is nothing but Sarpa Uchishta, means it is a, it is an Amrit, but it has been tasted by a serpent. So if a snake or a serpent tastes it, it becomes poisonous. Similarly, we should not hear Srimad, even Krishna Katha, whether Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, from a person who is not a devotee, no matter how learned that person may be. Because it becomes Sarpa Uchishta. That's pretty strong. It's saying that, you know, if non-devotees speak, it becomes as good as the same amrit, it becomes, or a milk, it's become as good as something that has been tasted, the nectar that has been tasted by a snake. And it become dangerous. That's why we should only follow whatever been, which is verified by Sadhu Guru Shastra. And why preaching? I can just learn and I can keep it to myself. Why preaching? But preaching means giving Krishna to others. Which is the quality of a Brahmana. Brahmana quality is giving. Srila Prabhupada says, Laktakaya Brahman Bhikari. That means, even if you give lakh rupees or millions of rupees to a brahmana today, tomorrow he will be begging again. Because a brahmana quality is, he doesn't know how to keep it for himself. He knows how to give it to everybody, how to distribute it. And that's make one a brahmana. 
Otherwise, he is called a kripana. A kripana is the one who keeps everything for himself, and you give him more, and he, he keep it more, and you give him more, and he can keep it, he can go on hoarding and hoarding and hoarding without distributing. So that's the quality of a kripana. But Srila Prabhupada wanted each one of us in Iskon to be a brahmana, and so we must preach. And what should we preach? We preach about Krishna. Krishna Mata, Krishna Prita, Krishna Dhana Pran. Krishna is our mother, Krishna is our father, Krishna is our life and soul. That's what we have to preach. By preaching we become Brahmana. So when we preach it pleases Krishna. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita in chapter 18 that you know those who, uh, who those who preaches this message Jaya Shri Radha Kalachanji those who preaches this message to others, you know, our job is to bring more and more soul back to Krishna's lotus feet. When we do this job, it, is, it pleases Krishna a lot. It pleases our acharyas a lot. And our devotee's life is meant to be, you know, to please Krishna, to please our acharyas, our guru bhargas. <clears throat> so we'll read further in the purport. Any one of them, we did that, okay. So under the spiritual master, under the guidance of a spiritual master, we should be practicing. Because we can very easily get, you know, as it's, we can easily get uh, deviated or diverted by so many things in this material world. So we need a guru, we need a Pat Pradikshak Acharya who can show us, the Shiksha Guru, the Diksha Guru, who can show us what to do in devotional service. Otherwise, we can be just sentimental and doing things according to our own whims. And we'll be back. We'll be in Maya, but we will think we are into Krishna consciousness. So whenever in trouble, we need somebody to hold on. To hold on, we need a bona fide spiritual master who speaks about Krishna from as he follows Shadu Guru Shastra. So we can follow him. Otherwise, it will be blind leading the blind. So we must have a spiritual master. We must have Shiksha Gurus who can, you know, guide us when whenever we are in trouble. I remember when we start, I started Krishna, we started our journey into this devotional service. I was attached to a group. I'm still, and uh, you know, I chant very, very loudly. And because my mind chatters so much to, you know, to go over the mind, I used to chant very loudly. And this Mataji, she texted me that Mataji, don't chant so loudly, don't chant. And I was so upset because we are supposed to chant. And then a senior devotee, she is asking me not to chant. And I was, I was into tears and I was very sad. And I, you know, called my mentor and I told her, I'm very upset. I'm not able to handle this. Do I leave the group? It's a WhatsApp group. Then she said, if you leave the group today, this will become your habit of leaving. And any group you go, you will be going on leaving and leaving and leaving. You will not know how to stay. Such a glorious devotee she is. She told me that and I took that lesson. It was very hard for me. It was very hard because, you know, somebody says don't chant and something. I was so hurt. Mataji was doing it. You know, she did it. She put it across. She was not harsh with me. It was my false ego that was getting hurt. She was saying, Mataji, I'm sorry, I'm saying, but other devotees are complaining that they are not uh, able to chant because I was so loud. And it's a phone conference. And uh, till date I chant with them. One thing I realized that, you know, I need devotees for my devotional service to grow, for my spiritual path to be- get better. I need devotees. No matter what they do to me, I, we have to tolerate because without them we cannot go back to Krishna. They are our keys. Each one of them has the key to go back to Krishna. 
So we have to be very careful. It is, it is not just about Vaishnava Parad. It is also, you know, it is our very own self-interest that we should be careful when we are dealing with the devotees because he, every devotee has the key to go back to, for me to go back to Godhead. I was so, I know how difficult it was, you know, when the self-ego is hurt and so easy it is to go, okay, I'm quitting. But then my mentor said, if you quit now, you will be quitting forever and you will not know how to stay. And then Srila Prabhupada says, if you love me and you want to show the love to me, you cooperate. So I cooperate. I tried. I did not cooperate. I did not do anything. I just, you know, stayed on and on and on and on. And now I have like some of my very, very dear friends in that group. And uh, and Mataji was never rude to me. It was my own false ego, as I mentioned. She was saying that it is... And when it comes to service, we have to see what will please Krishna the most, not what will please me the most. Even if it hurts me, but if Krishna is being served well, the thing is done. It is done. I mean, you know, the purpose of the service is done. Suppose I give, suppose I'm, I come prepared for a Srimad Bhagavatam class and then some senior devotees comes and he, that he or she is asked to give the Srimad Bhagavatam class and I'm told, Mataji, today you are not giving class. It, it will hurt my ego. But that person will give much more better class than I can. And it will please more Vaishnavas. It will glorify Krishna way better than I can do. That's the purpose, success of the service. The success of the service is not what pleases me the most. The success or who does it. The success is Krishna satisfied with that. Is Krishna, you know, is Krishna served the best with the service? That's the success of the service. Not who does it. So long it is the best that we can do for Krishna. That's the success. So long the devotees are pleased. So as Srila Prabhupada says in the purport further, that the first item here is hearing, is the most important item of all. And therefore hearing of the Bhagavad Gita and later on Srimad Bhagavatam is essential for the serious candidates who wants to attain the stage of Bhishma Dev. At the end, the unique situation at Bhishma Dev's time of death can be attained even though Lord Krishna may not be personally present. His words, his words of the Bhagavad Gita or those of Srimad Bhagavatam are identical with the Lord. They are sound incarnation of the Lord and one can fully utilize them to be entitled to attain the stage of Sri Bhishma Deva, who was one of the eight Vasus. Every man, so, so he was one of the eight Vasus and um, Prabhupada is saying that Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam are non-different from Krishna. Krishna himself. And they are the sound incarnation as we read. And one can utilize these scriptures, those are given to us, to attain the stage of Bhishma Dev. I was hearing one uh, senior devotee, his name is his grace, Radhesham Prabhu, and he was saying how in the Brahmacharya Ashram, this is a I mean, I heard it many times, it's coming through, you know, Srila Prabhupada's time, that at night they will read, they will drink milk, and they will read Krishna book for an hour or so. And Prabhuji was saying, Radhesham Prabhuji was saying that how they, he was reading, and those were coming into his dream, and how was he was preparing for a class for uh, um, Agasura pastime. And he could see Agasura everywhere. So when we read about Krishna, it really manifests with us. You know, we will be seeing the pastime. We will be realizing in everything, each and everything, Krishna. 
as he is. But with our mundane eyes, just by ourselves, we cannot do that. But when we read the scriptures, when we read the such scriptures, we will be, you know, it will be possible for us to see Krishna everywhere. Anyway, Krishna is everywhere. It's just that the, our charma chakshu, our charma chakshu means the skin eyes, the skin that we have, these eyes are made of the skin. It's called charma chakshu, the material eyes. But when we read the scriptures, Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, Chaitanya Charitamrita, we get Shastra Chakshu, the scriptural eyes. And then we can see Krishna actually everywhere. And in the, you know, by glorification, how Bhishma Dev is doing the glorification of Krishna by glorifying Krishna, we too can, you know, have Krishna with us all the time by our side. We all want Krishna. And that's a proof, and there's a proof for that. Well, Krishna says that, you know, in uh, of the purport of Srimad Bhagavatam, chapter 4, uh, Canto 4, chapter 21, text 41, uh, the Supreme Personality of God, it says, Naham tishtami vai kunthe yogi nam ridayeshuva tatra tishtami narada yatra gayanti madbhakta. Such a beautiful verse Krishna is telling to Narada Muni. I am not in Vaikuntha, nor in the hearts of the yogis. I remain where my devotees engage in glorifying my activities. So Krishna is giving us another formula, how Krishna would be with us by glorifying Krishna. And even we are walking, we may not be able to glorify. If we chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Krishna and Krishna's name are abhinyatvan nama namo. They are non-different. The chanting is also the sound incarnation of Krishna. So the moment we say Hare Krishna, or just saying Krishna, you know, when you are about to trip, when you are about to get, you know, getting a bumped or you just saved or you sneezed. If we say Krishna, Krishna gives the benefit of remembering him. So, so many times, I don't know here, but in back in India, it is so common, the moment they see some young people practicing bhakti or the kids practicing bhakti, they will say, oh, you are so young and you are doing this devotional service now, it is the time to enjoy. And when one of our friends asked me, and I said, if you write me, you know, write down in a paper for me that I will live till the age that you're, you're asking me that is the right age. I think she said after 60 or 50. If you guarantee me that, you know, if you give me a guarantee that I will live till that age and, um, and I will survive and then I may think of about it, you know, but she was quiet. She said, yes, I don't know how long we will live. So when we don't know how long we will live, we should utilize every moment, if possible, um, for, for Krishna. Because death may come anytime and then coronavirus being on our head, we experience it all the more. All we talk about death, we do not want to talk about death. You know, so many people, they say, oh, you in ISKCON, you speak about death. But uh, as my Guru Maharaj says, if we don't talk about the serious things of life, do they not remain? If we don't speak about Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, you know, do the problems, the problems of life, what are the problems of this material world, Janma, Mrityu, Jara, Vyadi, birth, death, old age, disease, do they disappear by us not talking about it? No, it remains. But the wisest thing is to do, to find a solution for it. To find a solution. If we just don't talk about a disease, 
will the disease not happen to me it may happen it may not happen but death will definitely occur but by but if we get the solution for it okay what is the solution for it if we have the solution for it but having the solution we can avoid it once for all not by avoiding it but by solving it so krishna says that you know uh, in the then the purport further of uh, 421:41 it is said that it is to be understood that the supreme personality of godhead does not leave the company of his devotees so if you continuously glorify as prabhupada is telling that we can understand from the he says that tatrastistami narada yatra gayanti madbhakta i reside there where my devotees are glorifying chanting my name glorifying me i reside there i do not reside in vaikuntha or with the yogis but i reside where my devotees are glorifying and chanting my name so as prabhupad says in the purport that we can understand krishna never leaves us krishna never leaves us especially when we are glorifying him he is always he is eager to hear like um i heard from a class like suppose my name is anuradha somebody says anuradha the moment i am been called immediately i turn my head head similarly whenever we glorify krishna immediately krishna will krishna will be with us so that is the best way to have krishna with us and easy as shila prabhupada writes in the purport the you know of today's purport prabhupada says that every man or animal must die at a certain stage of life but one who dies like bhishma dev attains perfection and one who dies forced by the law of nature dies like an animal this is the difference between a man and an animal the human form of life is specially meant for dying like bhishma dev so shila prabhupada says that all of us have to die as i was saying that you know whether we talk or not we got to die and but one who dies like bhishma dev remembering krishna his death is glorious and he being our mahajan mahajana yana gathastapanta we have to follow our mahajan they are our heroes and when we when we die remembering krishna that death is glorious we can die like bhishma dev or we can die like an animal that is being forced by the material nature so the human form of life is especially meant for dying like bhishma dev so we all have this wonderful human form human life and we are so so very fortunate that we have come to this krishna consciousness by the mercy of shila prabhupada such a such a such a merciful you know they say that krishna's devotees are more merciful than krishna himself and uh, we are so so grateful and fortunate that shila prabhupada being our acharya he has chosen us to be in his movement so we should not you know think okay i will chant tomorrow i don't know if i'll live tomorrow talking for myself maybe i will do it tomorrow later as uh, prahlad maharaj says that komaram acharam from the very beginning the moment you realize um, there is a saying in hindi jab jago tab savera means whenever you wake up that's the morning so whenever you come to krishna consciousness or whether you were born devotee or you have come at the age of 40 or 60 whenever you have come just be serious from that day take it as seriously as possible when you start, that's why we have to understand the tatva the philosophy 
So the day you were born into Krishna consciousness, just that take that as your you know birthday in Krishna consciousness and start the bhakti as enthusiastically as possible with full uh, conviction that you know avashya rakshiva krishna krishna will definitely defend me he will protect me and the, our acharyas are telling every piece of you know every piece of whatever information if you want to say should transform us by reading these books it should transform us into a better devotee every day with that i beg forgiveness for whatever mistake i have committed vancha kalpataru bhyasya kripa sinduve evacha patita nam pavneyo vaishnavevyo namo namo shila prabhupada ki ganthara shrimad bhagavatam ki samavita bhakta vrindaki nitai gor premanande hari hari bol any comments any comments please go ahead ट्रैफिक it demands and we satisfy it demands and we satisfy like that we contaminated it for birth after birth after birth so many birth millions of birth we have contaminated it and now it is averse to the we have done so many things which are averse to krishna consciousness we have made it used to doing krishna consciousness things and now it is used to that and now that we are trying to you know we are trying to swim um, opposite now it is not able to cooperate but as krishna says in bhagavad gita by doing more and more and more devotional service we can make it maybe one birth talking for myself maybe one birth two birth don't know how many births but some birth it will become our friend and it will help us to remember krishna so we have made it our own enemy we have made it by satisfying its need it's like when he said you know do this do that we say we because we didn't have the support of the shastras the gurus the devotees to tell us oh mata ji this is not right thing you should not be doing you should not watch a movie like that it will spoil your consciousness like after coming to krishna consciousness we have realized that how precious our consciousness is that's why we prabhupad says do not eat anywhere do not eat at a restaurant do not watch mundane movies do not go for mundane you know don't do prajalpa because every if you uh, if you observe our activities everything that we are doing it is having a, a, a impression in our mind everything that we do so we have to be very very careful what we are doing because the mind as i have heard from my guru maharaj and he says shrila prabhupad says is that now we are on a initiation thing he says now that we are initiated we and we have this four regulative principles right 
now that we are initiated our mind will say many things our mind will not think okay from today we are initiated we should not be thinking like mind mind will do what it used to do but it says that now we the mind may say many things our job is not to act upon it before krishna consciousness we did what mind told us after krishna consciousness the mind will continue saying what it used to but we ourselves with our body we will not act upon it by not it is like a hungry dog the bad dog it is like a good dog bad dog inside us whichever you feed this old uh, uh, indian uh, saying indian as in you know north northeast they say that that you know um we have this two kind of propensities which are good and bad whichever you feed the most which whichever whims you fulfill whichever desire you fulfill that becomes stronger so you know it says go to restaurant we don't go it will go go on it will keep shouting from inside eat this do that and we don't satisfy it with our senses we don't satisfy and at after certain time it will fall silent and then uh, something else will say okay read shila prabhupad books do chanting do deity worship pay obeisances and we do those and then our you know the good in us will get stronger and stronger and stronger and at the time uh, whether it is death or any other challenges if we we have the good dog inside us or the good spirit inside us you know we have the good strength inside us the good is strong inside us it will win over the bad but similarly if we do what our mind says then we will lose too and then we have to take birth again so that's why you know prabhupada I mean, some people will say oh the problem is as i said prabhu that you know we don't read the tatvas so we don't understand why we should not eat in restaurant we will just say uh, many devotees they'll say oh we should not read in uh, eat in restaurant why we should not eat in restaurant what could be the reason are they the our acharyas our acharyas or shila prabhupad he didn't have any other better job to do than telling us don't eat here and there why did he say because if somebody else first of all in a the restaurant there will be vegetarian non vegetarian food and even if it is a vegetarian sattvic food as sanatan goswami says that if it is even krishna katha being tasted by a non devotee it becomes uchishta uh, something that is touched by snake's lips krishna katha which is like you know the what do you say the solace for the devotees heart that becomes that can become contaminated how what to talk about the food if it has been cooked by a non devotee the consciousness is completely transferred that's why our acharya shila prabhupad he says don't eat in the restaurant if you watch a movie i had my own experience i was thinking i'm watching a good movie and then this particular scene appeared until date i have no, i have not forgotten any movies that i have watched any song that i have heard i have not forgotten so i know personally because i was not fortunate enough to born in a devotee house my environment was not at all krishna consciousness though we knew about krishna we heard about krishna we watched krishna leela but still i because all the what is it called i'm forgetting the sanskrit word for it samskaras the impression we have previous birth also and this birth also so if we are not watch if we don't watch out our consciousness it's gonna drag us back that's the job now the mind has become suppose uh, i don't know in the older day, we used to, you know i remember faint memories in the movies you know the 
the child will get lost somehow the child gets lost and it gets uh, and then it is raised by a uh, what do you call a, a villain an enemy and and that the child even if it is your child it doesn't know that i am or you know that person is there or his father or mother but because he is being raised by the enemy it will start hating the mother and father do you understand what i am trying to say so even if the mind is ours but it was raised in such a way it has become our enemy now we have to bring that child back and raise in a krishna conscious way so that it becomes our friend right that makes sense i remember seeing some movie where you know the 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 child become it grows up and the villain has raised this child in a way that it become enemy of his own father or mother and ready to kill and then something will happen they will remember okay this is she will remember he will remember and then it doesn't happen so so it is our job to bring that mind back to us and make it a friend from an enemy while doing this now that we have realized our mind has we have made our mind our own enemies by our own here there is no third party by satisfying its whimsical needs because krishna has given us all free will even after speaking shrimad bhagavatam almost for sorry bhagavad gita for almost uh, 45 minutes on the battlefield of kurukshetra he told at the end of bhagavad gita that now arjuna i have given you the knowledge you do what you think is correct he had given arjuna also free will and so he did it to us so we have our free will now what do we do krishna fought for uh, arjuna fought for krishna so are we going to fight for krishna are we going to say no to i mean eating in a restaurant is just a thing that prabhupada told, told us but there are so many other things and you know from my very own experience i realize how painful it is to cleanse your consciousness you cannot do it only krishna can do it by his mercy so the best thing is from now that we have under, what we did not know what we did not understand we cannot as i said jab jago tap savera whenever you rise that is the morning so now that we have come into krishna consciousness this birth or this age our best thing is not to think ourselves very smart not to think ourselves that okay i am very smart i can do this myself i can take care of it no let the guru let the devotees the senior devotees let the shastra take care of it because we have been taking care i have been taking care of myself and made disasters of my life and many lives now let guru shastra and devotees take care of me then only i'll be on the as krishna says resolute on the path ekahi kurunandana resolute on the path no i want to go back to godhead to go back to godhead we have to watch out it may seem as other day you know we have two nice wonderful people on bhakti vinod thakur's uh, appear, disappearance day appearance day disappearance day it was his ceremony um and um to one prabhu ji mata ji had come and they were hearing and they, when they hear our life they find it very difficult no eating in a restaurant no watching movies no going to unnecessary shopping and many things and they find i said see when you are in love you do so many things if you go and tell somebody what all you do for your uh, wife or to be wife people will think this is crazy similarly a devotee to the mundane people will be like a crazy prabhupad says they laugh at us and we laugh at them but our laughter is better because we are laughing with knowledge they are laughing in ignorance 
So, yeah, so that's why I don't know. I gave you long. Yeah, so, mine. No, I, yeah, I can. Yes. A comment, yes. Because Krishna is, he is called Adhokshaja, who is beyond scientific experimental. You know, you cannot experiment him. You cannot experiment and, okay, I will do this and this will please Krishna. You you may do one thing, it may please Krishna. I may do copy the exact same thing. It may not please Krishna. So Krishna cannot be understood by scientific experiments. He is Adhokshaja. He is beyond our understanding. But, Prabhupada says, the closest one can understand Krishna. Understanding Krishna is learning the tattva. That's why I'm connecting the two. Understanding tattva, philosophy, whatever is understanding Krishna. But the closest one can understand Krishna is a bhakta. And Krishna says in um, Bhagavad Gita, when Arjuna asks, why are you giving me this knowledge? He, Arjuna is not a brahmachari. He is not a sannyas. He is not a brahmana. But Krishna says, you are a bhakta. And this is a beautiful verse. I don't remember the verse. Um, that you are a bhakta. Bhaktosi me, something then. And he's a bhakta, he's a friend, sakha. Bhaktosi me, uh, sakha, something it says. So, you are a devotee, you are a friend, and that's why I'm giving you this secret knowledge. So, see, by, we may not think, you know, we should not think, okay, I have written, I have, I, I have learned all the tatwa. We can never learn the tatwa. We can never know. By the time we will understand little bit of Krishna, much more will be increased about Krishna's feature, about Krishna's tattva. So we can never understand Krishna. This will keep us humble. We can never understand Krishna. But little bit, if somebody can understand Krishna, is a devotee. So we should do our best. Whatever books given, Bhagavad Gita, as Prabhupada says, read Bhagavad Gita and then when you become more serious, Srimad Bhagavatam and then Chaitanya Charitamrita. If we read this, and we try to understand what uh, many a times we do not read purport. But purport is the one. Otherwise, Bhagavad Gita, what Krishna is saying, nobody can understand. It will be only our mental concoction and speculation. Only through Prabhupada. And why only through Prabhupada? Because he is a devotee. And Krishna says that only through a devotee, to a devotee I will reveal the knowledge. So Prabhupada is a pure devotee. The knowledge is revealed to him. And he is giving it back to us. And with all humility and will all gratitude we should accept it because he has done such a wonderful wonderful you know job he did a service for krishna and he did a favor for us explaining what krishna means otherwise how do we know what krishna means krishna may say right we may understand left he may say left we may we will completely mess up and going back to godhead will be far fetched it is only through shila prabhupada's purport that we understand what Krishna is trying to say. So, yeah, so when we understand the Tattva, even Bhagavad, Bhagavad Gita, how one verse is connected to the other, it is so beautiful we, if we get to learn somehow or the other. How one, he is giving instruction and he is explaining it and how beautifully he is telling all. But it is only through Srila Prabhupada's purport that we understand all this. So we try to understand Prabhu whatever best we can understand from the Tattva. 
as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. If we see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is always crying. He has tears. And tears comes from emotion. Right? So you may say that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu seems so sentimental if you read this Chaitanya Charitamrita. But he is telling Siddhanta Valiachite, don't be lazy understanding the Siddhanta. So he has emotion. Krishna, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is none other than Krishna himself. So he himself is saying, learn this Siddhantas. Krishna himself is saying, he is giving the instruction, right? He is telling us, learn the Siddhantas, learn, learn the Tattvas, learn who is uh, Karno Dakshay Vishnu, Shiro Dakshay Vishnu, Maha Vishnu, how this material world was created. But we can always learn as much as we, you know, you, um, uh, there was this um, Brahmana in Chaitanya Charitamrita, this story. This Brahmana was there and then he was sitting and reading Bhagavad Gita. And he was holding the book, the scripture uh, upside down. Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, during his South Indian tour, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked, Oh, well, who are you and what are you doing? He said, I'm a Brahmana, but I'm not learned, I'm illiterate. So I don't know how to read. Then he said, why are you holding this scripture then? He said, my guru told me to hold this scripture, to read Bhagavad Gita every day, but I don't know how to read. And then everybody is laughing at him. But he doesn't care about everybody else laughing at him because his guru told him. And then Mahaprabhu said, if you do not understand Bhagavad Gita, why are you crying? He said, seeing the cover photo, the picture of the you know cover, he said, the dust check. He says, see my Lord, he's so glorious, him being... The supreme personality of Godhead, he's become a mere servant of his own devotee. So Mahaprabhu embraced him saying, you have understand the Bhagavad Gita best. Nobody else understood Bhagavad Gita like you did. So, you know, it's a hard thing and also a brain thing. So you have to bring it together. And we will understand as much the best of our... And when we start actually understanding, talking from my own whatever I understood, that Krishna will reveal it in our heart. Because Prabhupada says in a lecture that Krishna as a Paramatma is the best guru of ours. He is a Chetta guru. And, there, and nobody can be a better teacher than Krishna. Prabhupada says in his Srimad Bhagavatam lectures that Krishna will teach us. Divya Gyan, Ridoy Prakashito. That, will, that this is Divya Gyan. This is not a mundane knowledge that we will read and we will understand using our brain. No, by doing some experiment. No, it's a divya again. It's a transcendental knowledge. It will be revealed only by the mercy of Guru and Gauranga. So, with a sincere heart, when we try to understand the philosophies, the tattva, the more you read, you will. It will like you know the what do you say a secret lock. It will continuously keep getting unlocked as we more submissively, more with a servitude attitude, with a service attitude, we try to read them. This knowledge, this philosophy, will start opening up to us. And then you will be actually convinced. Oh, Srila Prabhupada said this for this reason. You know, Bhakti Vinod Thakur, he said when we chant, and especially in the Kirtan, um, all glories to your service, Prabhu, you do wonderful Kirtan. So when uh, you do Kirtan and you try to sing from your stomach, it directly hits the brain. When you chant from, you know, you know, chanting from the stomach, not from the throat. If you chant with the help of your stomach, like, you know, when you chant very like Krishna, when you chant like, it, it hits your head in a positive way. And whole day that helps you to remember the holy name. And I have experimented that and it, I did not do it in a sense of experiment, but I, because when in the morning we have so less devotees here, so you have to chant little louder than normal, 
So you have to chant from all the strength, right? And with that strength, when you chant, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that, you know, it helps you remember Krishna. Easily Krishna, uh, what is the word called? It vibrates in your brain, in your mind. The sound, when it comes from your stomach, it vibrates in your brain throughout the day. And it happens. So, but everything, if you wait it to be getting experimented and then I will do, then the life will go away. If we do not, you know, just believe on our uh, experiment, okay, I will do it if it happens. Okay, now I have seen that actually if I sing, chant from my stomach, then it will revibrate in my brain and it will remain in my brain. And okay, now this I will do. So if we try to try to do everything by our own experiment, we, we will lose this life. But if you trust our acharyas, if you see one or two things happening, that should be good enough for to understand that, you know, no, this works. The process works, the scripture works, the association works. If we try to take it that way, as it is. When, see, I was just thinking today morning during my japa, when the scientists say something, the doctor gives you a medicine, do we ask the doctor, oh, you gave me this tablet, this uh, this composition, this, 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 I don't like this one, but I like this. You give me the tablet that I, according to my liking. No, we just take, we trust the doctor, but we do not trust our acharyas. The doctor is taking money, the acharya is not taking anything. The doctor is just a mere human being who is full of all the six faults that, you know, the Kali Yuga has. People has. Six, four, yeah, four. And we trust the doctor. We give our entire life to that doctor saying, okay, treat me, give, do surgery on me. We do not ask, is the anesthesia working properly? I have been operated one, two, three, four, four times for different reasons. I've never asked single times my doctor that is the anesthesia working properly and any details. He said, lie down, I lie down. Like that should be how we surrender to the doctor. We should be surrendering to our acharyas, the scriptures like that. Only then it will work. Should not doubt. It is not like Prabhupada never asked us to be a blind followers. But serve, surrender, and also ask doubt. You, we are discussing, right? We are discussing so that we can get closer to Krishna, not to challenge me or challenge anybody. Or do you know better than me? No, that should not be the mood. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 934, We should ask question, but from a bona fide spiritual master. He is a tattva darshina. He has seen the truth. But with a submissive mood for our betterment. So that I become a better devotee. I become more and more surrendered to Krishna. With that mood when we ask, that is wonderful. That impresses Krishna. And that pleases Krishna. And that, then we are not doing blind faith. Blind faith means you, blind faith is what we do with the doctor. And even if sometimes, do you think doctor, so many times when doctor will do uh, operation or something, he may kill also. Right? People die. But nobody says, okay, this doctor today, and he will again get up and do another surgery. Nobody will stop him that you just now killed a child or, or um, somebody. Now today onwards you should not. Our acharyas, they are just liberating us one after other jivas or soul, but still we are doubting them. Isn't it so funny? Yeah, the scientist. We, you know, we have so many people in Krishna consciousness, they come and fight. Scientifically, they will say. But that science will change after a few days. With coronavirus, they gave us so many scientific facts. 
and still we put and and then they will change sometimes they will say the earth is flat sometimes they will say that it's round they themselves don't know what it is then how can they tell us the truth but we 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 challenge the scripture that that has never changed even for a single time vyasadev did not come back and say okay shrimad bhagavatam i shouldn't have written this this is a wrong realization i should have. or krishna never said oh arjuna i told this wrong you know i should have corrected myself no it has never changed five year uh, 500 years back whether it is chaitanya charitamrita or 5000 years back whether it is bhagavad gita or shrimad bhagavatam still we do not trust but science 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 and scientists we trust so much even if they are they are not we are not standing on their own words they are making so many mistakes they do not prove us anything then they do not explain we don't know what's happening around they gave us the vaccination we took the vaccination did we ask what is the composition of this vaccine how do i know the vaccine will you know internally it is good for me no material thing if you see prabhu it is like you know it's a pot it has so many holes you fix one another 10 will appear you fix those 10 another 100 will appear still we trust that pot but the spiritual world is like that you know nice pot which has no hole still we do not put faith in that whose misfortune is this ours so we should ask this question it is not that somebody said follow this follow that no we should ask question but it should be betterment for uh, it for the betterment of us as uh, prabhupad says this shrimad bhagavatam is lokamangalam the questions those are asked by the rishis in the nemisharanya lokamangalam because when you discuss see people sit and discuss whether coronavirus will go or not whether who will become president who will what so many things i mean so many things it does not do good to the person who is discussing it does not do good to the person who is listening it does not do good to anybody but shrimad bhagavatam when we listen it gives us detachment from this material world and gives attachment to shri, uh, our acharyas and and krishna it you know it gives me the desire to go back to god it so it is so nice this literature but then our attraction as good dog bad dog <laughs> our attraction is to the wrong thing because we have been doing wrong thing it is both where the mind want bad thing and the senses give the bad thing then the mind want more bad thing the senses provide you know the working senses provide more bad thing so to do if suppose there is a pot and you go on feeling filth in it it will become filthy then we'll say oh this filthy pot filthy pot our mind is on like that we you know satisfied it swims doing all the filthy things non krishna conscious thing and now it has become like that it cannot ask for something it cannot encourage us into krishna consciousness now with the same working uh, senses our tongue our hand our our feet like see the mind it asks for the bad things and we gave the bad thing with the our uh, working senses tongue and everything all our senses it says eat meat eat meat the mind got satisfied it got contaminated it says watch this filthy movie we watched it the senses gave to the mind mind demanded we provided mind demanded we provided and now the mind is so contaminated but what was the how did the mind satisfy itself by the the subtle body satisfy itself its whims through the gross body right 
Now it is the job of the gross body, the way it contaminated the subtle body, it should purify the subtle body. And with the, how do we do it? Now not satisfying the whims. Now just doing Krishna conscious thing. And the, if we reverse the process, if it says, give me this, we give them prasadam. Speak mundane things, we speak Krishna katha, we chant. Go to the movie, we go to the temple. Be with the non-devotees, we be with the devotees. When we do this, our mind will slowly get purified. Does it make sense, Prabhu? Am I able to explain it? I don't know. And then the mind will get purified. And then the mind and the senses will be in sync, right? Then it will say, go to um, temple, and we will go to temple. Now Now it is like a, first it is like a bad and bad, then now it is bad and good, and then it will become good and good. Then it will be win-win situation. And that's how the pure devotees are. And the self-realized tattvadarshinas are. Their mind and their activities, both are in sync. So we have to make our activities sanctified or purified, then our mind will also become purified. And then we can go back to God. <laughs> Is there anything else, Prabhu? If you want to take, we can go for one last, if you have anything. Yeah. Krishna book. He gave a talk, Radhisham. You follow Radhisham Prabhu? Sometimes you hear. Yeah, he gave a talk. It's a very wonderful talk. I can forward it to you. You can listen. I was listening it yesterday. And there he was saying, he, he was about to give a class on um, uh, Agha Sura pastime. And that time he was preparing himself. And while prepare for the classes, when you prepare, that's why we all should, Prabhu, I will encourage you also, we all should come and sit here and, you know, speak Srimad Bhagavatam, even if it is for 15 minutes. Because when you prepare for a class, you will be absorbed in it. Because others will be hearing you. We are conscious about our image, right? So, <laughs> so you will be so, I remember um, there was a class on Brahma Bimohan Leela. And uh, we have this mentality like, you know, I know, Brahma Bimon Leela is just, uh, Brahmaji stealing the calves and the coward boys. And we know the story like that mentality. But when you give a class, you try to find the unique point. And like that you attached. Every class, every verse that I have written down, I write down all the verses, I forget. So you beca- it becomes yours. It's a wonderful way to make your the scripture yours. You know, you will think, okay, this reminds me of... And when you continuously read, you know, you continuously read, listen, and preach. This is the best combination. You know, read, listen, preach. What happens? Whatever you would have heard, I've been hearing last four, four, five years, how much ever. Whenever I, you know, when the seva service to Srimad Bhagavatam is given... All the points come, like Radhesham Prabhu, and um, then uh, from Brahma Bimohan Lila, I was hearing, it was a Hindi lecture, otherwise I would have happily forwarded. Um, it's, uh, Maharaj gave a class for seven classes, each for two hours. So 14 hours of Brahma Bimohan Lila. And it is nothing like I have heard before. Nothing like that. He is a Mahabhagavat. When he speaks, Srimad Bhagavatam, it is like a joy. He speaks in English too, but it is mainly in Hindi. So I took points from there and when I was listening, there's a point when, you know, Maharaj is saying that Krishna was standing there after everything was done, when Brahmaji realized his mistake. 
and he realized Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead after all the Vish- Vishnu roop and everything. After he the um, he came back to Krishna, how he was with a rice in his hand and looking for his friends and looking for the calves. Brahmaji just like a stick fell down at the feet of lotus feet of uh, Krishna, and then when he was at the feet, he was missing Krishna's face. So he was he will look up, and when he was looking at his face, he realized what mistake he did. So he'll again go down. So he went up and down, and there's a verse very beautiful does that falling and rising, falling and rising. If we just read it, it does not stick to the mind. But when you give a class on it, when you serve it for other Vaishnavas' pleasure, for glorification of Krishna, then it. So that's why you know if you can give a class too. So we will have wonderful speakers every day, and then it is you know Krishna consciousness is always a win-win situation. That's one in four five years I have realized it's a win-win situation. If you do anything for Krishna, Krishna will not let you go with the empty hand. He will never let you go empty hand. That is, you may not, it is, you, you you know, it may not be the same reciprocation. Suppose you do something good for me, I may not reciprocate, but some other devotee will reciprocate. But you are getting, right? We should think, see, whatever, after coming to Krishna consciousness, at least what I understand, whatever is happening, everything that's happening, good or bad, it is coming through Krishna. Even otherwise that is true. But in Krishna consciousness we realize it. So we should not think, oh I did good for this devotee. But this devotee did good for me. So this is my not such a good friend. And this is a bad. No. It is Krishna who is doing. It is just that from this, you know, it's the same house. From instead of this window, he is giving from another window. We are just like the windows. The devotees are just the windows. But, you know, if, suppose you come to my house and you ask for something. So I'm giving you, so you you give me something from this window and I'm giving you back from the other window. You should not feel bad that, you know, other another window is chosen. You were rewarded? That's it. So if we look into that, so it is always, that's what I said, you, you will be rewarded in Krishna consciousness. Krishna will not let you go with empty hand. He will fill your heart with happiness. And in this material world, all we want is happiness. End of it, if you go deep and deep and deep, it is happiness. So Krishna will not. So, you know, if we all should come together and serve Sri Radha Kalachanji by serving Bhagavatam, it will make our Srila Prabhupada happy, our Guru is happy, Radha Kalachanji will be extremely happy if we every day have a speaker. So I would, you know, urge you from, because I don't know, I'm, I'm a junior to you, Prabhu. So, but just by listening and little bit reading. I read especially when I have to serve. And then I ask a lot of questions on the classes whenever I get a chance. Like that, Pariprashnena. And then by service, it becomes very beautiful for us. Our, the conviction becomes stronger in Krishna consciousness. That this, no, this is the best thing ever can happen to anybody. You believe that Krishna consciousness, I think for devotee children who have not seen the other world, <laughs> they might think there might be something better. But if you asked from the experienced ones, they will tell you definitely not. Yeah. So there is nothing better. You know, it says that the grass is greener on the other side. Not when it comes to Krishna consciousness. If you are in Krishna consciousness, let's be here. This is the most, you know, this is the greenest grass you have. So, you know, when you are a son of such a rich person, the wealthiest person in the town, you should not think the life of a pauper. That will not give us any joy.
Yeah, Radhisham Prabhu, I'll forward that lecture to you. Give me your number, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Prabhu. Sorry, I spoke so much. <laughs>